It's Feel Good Friday, where Community State Bank shines a light on the good that's happening in the communities of southeastern Wisconsin. Hey Scott, what's the good news today? Welcome to our very first uh, Feel Good Friday podcast. And uh, for the first one today, we have Seth and Julie Bales with us, and you're really going to be in for a treat. Seth is an amazing young man. I've uh, had a chance to study him a little bit, and um, the, the things that he's done and the stuff that he's, he's accomplished in such a short period of time in his life um, are truly amazing. And um, he really inspires me when I, uh, when, I, when I watch his videos and listen to his story, and I believe he's going to inspire you guys too. So, uh, so thanks for joining us today. And, and Seth and Julie, welcome. Great to have you. Thanks for having us. We're excited. Um, Can you first just start talking a little bit or tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your background? I guess I'll start. We live in Bristol, so we're west enders of Kenosha County, and Uh we love that. We love the small town feel out here. Seth is one of seven children. He's the middle child. Okay. And so we have three older and three younger. Seth, in particular, you want to talk about um, school and and that type of thing, so. Well, um, I, I went to West Osha Central um, School here in uh, near Paddock Lake, um, and I gr- just graduated this year, um, and um, I'm going to um, this college, Matthias Academy. People go there for, um, that have like handicap and um, like a special needs yeah. college. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so Seth is going there because they're really awesome um, in many things, but uh, for um, those who are complex medically. So okay. uh, have a safe environment where he can have um, some assistance with, you know, tube changes, medications, and physical therapy, and all that kind of fun stuff along with learning. If you're comfortable, Seth, or, um, or Julie, either one, You've got uh, you've got a medical challenge. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Basically, uh, Seth has uh, started with an extremely rare autoimmune disease. He was perfectly healthy up until just after his seventh birthday. We started to notice some things. It complexed the doctors. Uh, we traveled quite a, a while, about ten months, from doctor to doctor. No one had ever seen it before. But um, basically, his body's immune system is responding to his own healthy cells and tissues and destroying them and killing them. Um, so that has in turn, um, he's, he's now permanently disabled due to that. And his immune system has not stopped responding, uh, just responds in different ways. So the doctors say we're always just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. So um, in other words, just each individual organ system is now pretty much affected in every way. So, um, you know, nerves, joints, skin, tendons, bones, his blood, his lungs, uh, he's developed epilepsy, his stomach no longer functions as, as well as his bladder, his bowels. So um, each day uh, there can be new symptoms. And um, so the doctors are really learning. We go out of state to Mayo Clinic who specializes in mysterious conditions and um, We've been blessed actually to be, uh, wow, it's been 12 years of traveling, 10 hours (laughs) for his care. So we feel very blessed to be there um, with the world-renowned doctors there. 
Sure. Um, obviously, it's a challenge, but God is using it. We're doing incredible things there. Um, we've been able to be a part of some organizations that work with Mayo Clinic that give back and just a lot of, met a lot of inspiring people. And, uh, you know, when you look back on things that wouldn't have happened, mm-hmm. um, had it not be for this sickness, you just know that God has a plan. And although we don't understand it at the time, he is using it for good. So, yeah. so you have, you have this huge challenge, Seth, and yet you, you touch so many lives. Um, I'm going to get into the um, Ronald McDonald House in a little bit up at the Mayo Clinic, but outside of that, even locally, you've touched a lot of people's lives. Um, why Why do you do it? I mean, it'd be really easy for you to to say, poor me, um, I've got this, this tough disease and sit back and, uh, and not do it. But instead, you do more than most everybody else, including me, um, to make lives better for people. Why, why do you do that? Um, it's all about joy um, and, and, and Jesus. I mean, God, God has, has done so many things for me and, that, and that, that's it's just I do it for him. He is, he has done so much for me and, and, um, and even um, just I'm just so blessed to have God give give the, these opportunities to do it to um, touch people's lives and I'm just I'm doing it just because of God. God is God is great and I, yeah. I, I just want to say I, I've seen a huge transition into when we were ourselves focused when we um, first entered into this realm of medications and doctors and specialists and whatnot. And it was kind of, you know, a woe is me attitude. And it it was kind of a depressing place to be. And and when you hit those realities of this is not going to get better, um, you know, the doctors even warned he could go into a state of depression. Being a teenager is hard enough without all of these complications. And so, Unless you're in this situation, people don't really understand why you need to do other things, why you need to occupy yourself with good, positive things. Uh-huh. So we're kind of just um, channeling that, so to speak, into um, other ways where we're just not focused on us all the time. It, it really is helpful. It's more therapeutic. It's more healing. You see purpose in the pain. Um there really is a huge benefit to focusing on faith, family, and good things that come from this. And when we open up and are transparent with people, you know, we never try to say this isn't hard. We never try to sugarcoat it and say, you know, I mean, there's definite challenges. And obviously, you know, we have, we have harder days than others. But when we open up and we're transparent, we see connections, genuine, not superficial, genuine connections happen. Other people open up and they talk about their struggles and um, things that they're struggling with that you don't necessarily know when you meet somebody in the hallway. Hi, how are, how are you? Even at church. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? You don't get to that layer. And there is a mutual language 
of suffering that we all share. So it might not particularly look like obviously Seth's rare condition, but there is so much suffering and there is so much that people are bearing the weight of that maybe they didn't even realize they were. And when they start sharing it, it really is healing. So we've made some genuine, beautiful relationships through this mutual suffering that we can't ever put a price on. That is so well put. And um, Seth, would you recommend other people do the same? Definitely. Definitely. The more that people get to do this, the more lives that are going to be just changed through the words of God and um and just just so many so many lives that they can touch and i feel like a lot of people want to help a lot of people want to do good a lot of people really are looking for ways to give but it just takes someone saying you know what we went into um the kidney dialysis unit we realized that when the blood comes out of the machine it's cold And these people are shivering. And it was, you know, through going into that unit because someone we met in that unit, uh, Chad, was waiting on a kidney transplant. We had never been exposed to this. And we just threw out on Seth's journey a call. Um, We want to collect blankets for this unit. Over 500 blankets later in renting a U-Haul, we were able to bless the people in this. So, you know, again, it isn't us. We sincerely want to say this is a community-wide effort. It's never us. Kind of the we're just the vessel God happens to be working through at these particular moments. That is so cool. It's a good lead into my my next question, and that's uh, the Ronald McDonald House and uh, and some of the stuff. I know that's a it's a really important place for you guys and uh, in in Rochester, Minnesota, at the Mayo Clinic and. You uh, you did a lot of uh, fundraising for them. Can you talk about that a bit? Pop tab kid. <laughs> yeah, the Ronald McDonald House just such an amazing place. They would have meals for everybody that stayed there. They would you could just come down at dinner time and and everything all for free. And um, it's just they have um, animal therapy. They uh, bring in like dogs for kids, like you know to to just uh, hang out with. They have a game room. It's it's just, it, it's an amazing place. An so amazing. it's more than just a roof over your head and a place to sleep definitely. at night. It definitely oh, is yeah. part of the therapy of going through treatment. There's a commonality of um, parents that get to um, be connected with other parents that are going through the same thing, just kind of mm-hmm. living out of a space and needing a place to do their laundry so they can go through another whole day at the um at the clinic and um i saw a difference in seth you know again he's the only one known really with this rare condition and he felt so alone like my friends at school won't understand nobody really understands it's hard for me to explain exactly what this is it doesn't have a name but when he was with the fellow kids uh, at Ronald McDonald House, like they never really discussed, hey, what do you have? What do you have? I mean, that's not even on the table. They're in the game room together and they're just there together. Sure. And people 
coming from all over the world, literally, to go to the world-renowned Mayo Clinic. And they were just buddies, you know, and they would spend months together because, you know, they were both at the clinic together. And they know what it feels like. Sometimes you don't even have to say words. You know you're fatigued. You want to go home. Um, Things aren't necessarily fair, but then there's joy there. And um, so joy doesn't have to be defined just as your circumstances. Mm -hmm. It can be. Uh, you can be joyful in the hard things. So what did you do um, with the uh, for, the, for the fundraiser for the for the Ronald McDonald House? I just wanted to do something special just the alone from me to at this at this fundraiser. So um, I'm a, I'm a drummer. I, I play the drums. I actually I've, I played the drums all four years of school and grade school. Um, and and I really that's what I really enjoy um, a lot. And and I thought this, how can I raise money with the drums or, or something like that? And so I, I did uh, drumming for dollars. So if anybody wanted to, to hear me play the drums, I brought my drum set there at the fundraiser and they would just put in any kind of money, you know, just to, to hear me play. And, um, and I only played like, but only like about two minutes and, um, and I raised uh, money for, um, for the Ron McDonald house. And the, um, and the pop tabs yeah. that came about because we would be sitting in the lobby at the Ronald McDonald house and people would be coming in all day long, dumping pop tabs into this huge house they have in the lobby. And we realized that these hundreds of Ronald McDonald houses across the country and across the world, that's their number one fundraiser where the community can get involved. It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, everybody can pull a tab off of a can. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, previously than now, a lot of things are going to bottles and two liters, but um, we can still all collect our pop tabs. And I guarantee after talking to Seth, they don't look at a soda can the same way again. So we would have drop off sites throughout the community where people could drop off their, um, their pop tabs. And then Seth had an idea. He said to me one day, I want to collect a million pop tabs. And I thought, wow. That's a pretty big goal. And at the same time, the house had just announced in order to do their expansion project, they needed $16.2 million to expand the house from 42 rooms to 90 rooms, basically uh, doubling in size. And we thought $16.2 million, that's huge. And Uh, so is in pop tabs. So he set out and actually the Kenosha News covered it. And we had Bristol progress days. And you want to talk about how quickly um, it took to come up with that. In two months, I collected 1.7 million. Wow. Oh, it was an amazing, amazing feeling. I mean, to actually not only meet your goal, but do it, but even more. 1.7. It was, it was Mm -hmm. amazing. So so Seth, did you take, the majority of the 1.7 million pop tabs all at one time up there. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Yep, we rented pretty, the U-Haul. Yeah, it was amazing. We, um, it, it was just a great. God is was just amazing with 
with so many things with that with pop tabs and and all of the all of the fundraisers we've done. I saw in one of your videos, uh, Seth, that your your goal was to become a pastor and a, and a chaplain. And I got to tell you that I think you're already there. I think. Uh, oh, thank you so much. I'm really. I, I just thought that I would love that that job because I mean, um, just going uh, to the people that are. Uh, you know, kids that are staying at the hospital because, you know, I mean, I've, I know what it feels like pretty much to, you know, to be there, you know, because I mean, I've, I've been there, I've been there, done that, you know, and, and it's just, I thought that it would be a really good um, connection yeah, between me and the patients. Mm -hmm. I bet you were an inspiration to a lot of people. And I bet when you're up there, you're an inspiration to a lot of people all the time. So that's that's really cool. That's that is very true. We're going to end this today with four questions that we're going to ask people at the end of our at our each one of our podcasts, and um, call them the final four, the feel the feel good Friday final four. The final four. But can you tell us one thing about yourself that many people don't know? I would say, I mean, I like pens. I like okay. um. <laughs> It seems kind of weird, but I, I love a good pen that, you know, um, that just the way it writes. I mean, I write scripture a lot, so I, I use a lot of pens a lot. So, um, but, and uh, you know, I was just, we went on the Make-A-Wish trip. I'm a Make-A-Wish kid, and, um, and I just thought, you know, I can get a pen in every state that I, we go through. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's. You usually can find him with about fifteen pens in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. So like, wherever like you are, you can always say, "Seth, you got a pen?" <laughs> well, of course I've got a pen. You know that. Who's someone that inspires you? I would say John Piper. He's, he's um, I got to meet him. He is he is an amazing guy. He um, is an amazing pastor. He's um um wrote he's written over 50 books wow and i've wow. i've read almost almost all of them and they're just amazing all of his books are um you talked about joy earlier seth what what brings you joy god god brings me joy god is um he's he's bring he's bringing me so many opportunities to help people which gives me joy to help people okay definitely that's that's my answer. One of his best, well, his best friend, Jeff, uh, shared with us one time um, what JOY stands for, a great acronym to uh, live life by Jesus first, others second, and yourself third. And when you put things in that order, um, that is ultimately JOY, that no pandemic, sicknesses, crazy elections, nothing can suck that joy away. That's, that's uh, not circumstantial joy. That's solid foundational life, eternal joy. That's a great way to put it. Finally, the last question, alive or past, anybody that's alive or past, if you could pick one person tonight to have dinner with and have a conversation with, who would it be? Oh, definitely Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Why is that? I'm a big Steelers fans, and and I I gotta say Ben Roethlisberger is the best. I'm I'm telling you, he he is. He, I don't know what we would do without him. 
he is he is brung he has won so many Super Bowls with the Steelers with us. And when I was in the hospital, um, one of my nurses, I had a Steelers hat on. He's he's like he's like, oh, you like the Steelers? And I'm like, oh yeah. And then he rolls up his sleeve and has a big Steelers tattoo. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he's just like. You know, I, I got to call up my buddy on the second floor, the floor up from us and tell him to come down here. And and so the, the he did come in. The good doctor came in with a Steelers um, scrub hat on. Oh, really? They, and he brought this case of a football that is signed by Ben Roethlisberger that was his, that he got from his brother from a wedding present. Oh. And um, – and he gave it to me, wow. and then later on that that video, my mom took a video of it, and um, it went viral, and it reached Pittsburgh, and Ben Ben seen it, and he said, "Oh whoa, that's not my signature. That's fake. That's that's one of my. That's a, a fake signature." So and he's just like, "I mean, it was sad." So um, so he's just like, "I want to make it right." So we. He sent me a video of him saying, "Hey Seth, hey hey doctor, it was great to to me, uh, great to see you." And in that video, and I th really thought that that was awesome, so I wanted to make it right. So he sent me a uh, me and the doctor a signed autograph from him, saying oh, saying that you're my you're the real hero, and um, and it was it was awesome. Well, Seth and Tracy, you have been. A true inspiration, Seth, what, what you've done to help people, not only in what I call Southeast, Southeast Wisconsin, but all over the all over the country. Your story, um, your attitude, your positive attitude, your 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 commitment to giving um, is is just a true inspiration, I know, to me and and I'm sure it will be to everybody that listens to this podcast too. And I just want to thank you so much for uh, doing that. And you can follow Seth with it's Seth, Seth Journey Nine um, on Facebook to get a keep following Seth and his journey through uh, through life. And I just want to thank both of you so much for uh, being our first guests on our on our new podcast. So oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Oh, yes, yeah, thank you. Us. This is so exciting. Oh yeah. Thank you for listening to Feel Good Friday, where Community State Bank highlights those doing good in the community. Know a feel-good story? We want to know. Visit us online at csb.bank podcast. Community State Bank is a member FDIC and an equal housing lender.